Welcome to Relationship Psych, the podcast, helping you understand how love turns to anger and even hate. Through the episodes, you will learn how to transform doomed relationships into exciting, intimate, and long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Amber Dawson. I'm a psychologist, author, and speaker. A few of my favorite things are my husband, Grapes, and my adorable little dog, Riggs. Now let's learn how to create a soul-crushing love that lasts. Hit subscribe in your podcast app so that simply by listening, you can learn to create a strong relationship. Relationships like the podcast is not meant to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any mental health or relational issue. For treatment, talk to a mental health or relationship professional in your area. Why some relationships survive affairs and others don't. What makes the relationships that survive different? Now, this is a painful topic and many people don't want to ask for help. So this episode is to help you or a friend, or a family member, get through this through the privacy of your own home. So I'm going to take you through a story so you can see what happened in this relationship that went well, and how painful it really was, and what they had to do to heal. So when Erin logged into her email on Monday morning, she saw a woman's name she didn't recognize with the headline, Your Man, You Should Know. Her fingers began to tremble as she opened the email, not even knowing why, nothing happened yet. But she knew intuitively that her life was about to change. Tears streamed down her face as she read. Another woman was claiming to be pregnant with her husband's child. In disbelief, Erin didn't go to work. She just sat there. The time passed as she waited for her husband to come home. When he walked in, she started out absurdly calm, detached, like nothing has happened. And she said, so I got an email today. He passively responded, oh, she responded. Yeah, it's with another woman. She said she's pregnant with your child. She saw Lucas's eyes widen. And in that moment, in her core, she knew she knew it was true. And she started to sob. He didn't even have to say anything. Crippled with pain, she tumbled to the floor, hyperventilating and curling into a ball. She started screaming, why? How could you do this to me? What about our children? Is that where you were all those nights? Lucas stood there, staring at her like a deer in headlights. In a second, his carefully crafted life came crumbling down. It, It was in that instant he realized what he had done. He realized he had betrayed his wife, his family, their love, their possessions, Everything they had built in the last 20 years could slip through his fingers just now. Although although he knew he had been having an affair, he rationalized it, made it seem harmless in his mind. But in that second, he got it. It wasn't harmless. Not at all. Now, after a very tough road, at this point, Aaron and Lucas have a strong relationship, but they had to get through a lot to be here. Now, some marriages just survive. They decide, okay, we're going to be together. We're not going to break up, but they don't go through it. Others, they just break up. 
Now, this relationship turned that pain into something special and put in some special safeguards to prevent an affair from ever happening again. So immediately, Lucas got it. He understood what he did was not okay. And in that second, his wife crumpled on the floor. He vowed to call it off and be transparent with Aaron from this point forward. He claimed that she would have 100% transparency with anything in his life until trust was restored. He immediately took ownership with his words and actions and made a commitment to her to amend for all of his wrongs. He gave her passwords for computers, phones, made his fingerprint on his phone, hers. He knew he was going to have to engage with trustworthy actions to let her know he was going to make amends. Lucas repeatedly, and repeatedly is the key word here, had to listen to how Erin felt, her betrayal, her heartbreak, and her confusion. He listened, validated her pain, and was there for her. He was rarely defensive. I mean, he was, but rarely. He continued to atone and try to make amends for his actions. This phase of atonement demonstrated to Aaron that he was on her team and he was going to work to make it better. This took months. He allowed Aaron to ask questions about the affair, timing, and any other past indiscretions. At the advice of their couples, couples counselor, She did not ask about sexual content or positions other than if she needed to have STD testing done. Now, the reason for this is asking about sexual positions or content. These lead to visual images in our mind and they burn unwanted memories. And these are the things that cannot be forgotten. So these are the kinds of conversations to stay away from when talking about the affair. So eventually, by asking questions and Lucas being transparent, she felt she knew everything. She was devastated. She felt absolutely betrayed and had no idea how she would ever trust Lucas again. Even looking at him sometimes made her hyperventilate, shake, and flush hot. But she knew she wanted to trust him. She had dedicated 20 years of her life to this man. He was her partner, flawed and all. Her family was what she really wanted to heal and heal their relationship. She wanted him to demonstrate his recommitment to her. The next phase of their relationship was getting to know each other's thoughts and feelings around everything. They talked through past regrettable incidents and old festering emotional wounds. They revisited the special, tender, and exciting moments of their relationship. They had conversations about rights and wrongs and how to reconnect, how to heal, and how to move forward. I mean, they had hundreds of conversations about what it meant to be a team, what fidelity meant, how they wanted to handle chores, division of labor, responsibility, how they wanted to handle careers, and how to be supported. During this phase, again, Lucas was apologetic, took responsibility, and continually reaffirmed to Aaron that she was who he wanted to be with. Now, the woman that he was having an affair with was going to have the child, and Lucas committed to Aaron that they would choose together how to be involved in this child's life, and Lucas vowed to include Aaron in the decisions and accept her influence. He understood how painful this was going to be for her, and he had many mixed feelings, excitement and pain regarding what it meant for him to be a father again. Now, during this phase, Aaron looked at what her influence was that led him to turn away from her. And note, influence is different than responsibility. So nothing Aaron did made Lucas go out and have an affair. But as they talked, she could see that 
every night she was busy with the children. She was dismissive towards him. She did not make time to talk to him or spend time with him. She was able to see how lonely he was and how he wanted companionship. And although she waffled between being very angry about the affair, she also understood the factors that influenced him to look for companionship outside of their marriage. Now, yes, at times she would feel righteously indignant. Her body would be hot and tight, but she decided that she wanted to take action to protect their relationship from this ever happening again. And to do that, she needed to look at her influence. Again, influence does not mean she caused it. Influence does not mean she's responsible, but she could look at her actions and thoughts that led him to turn away. And ultimately, Lucas was responsible for making that choice. But together, they chose to heal it. In addition, they created a high stakes consequence in the case this were to ever happen again. Now, between Lucas and Aaron, they decided that the high stakes was going to be a monetary sum of money that Lucas would agree to pay Aaron should an affair ever happen again. Now, this is a large sum of money. They had it legally done, and this was done to provide Aaron a safeguard that allowed her to feel more secure in moving forward. And it would also make Lucas really think twice if he was going to ever engage in a, in a behavior that was going to lead to infidelity. Now, after about a year, and notice a year is a long time, Lucas and Aaron finally felt ready to rebuild their sexual connection with each other. Now, this started out very slow. It was going on dates, holding hands, special weekends away. It was all very painful for Aaron because sometimes when they would kiss, a pang of pain would hit her in the stomach and she would become overwhelmed with tears, just remembering that Lucas had touched another woman that way. Now, Lucas was patient there for her, acknowledged her pain and told her it would take time. As they worked through these painful reminders, they increased their touching, their cuddling, and had conversations about sex. The key thing that allowed them to restore their sexual trust was thousands of trustworthy actions. Lucas atoning for his wrong, showing alliance to Aaron, and you know, being a team and how they were handling the new child. He stopped the affair. He was transparent about his comings and goings and all of his correspondence as well as being responsive and engaged in communication with Aaron around past pains and emotional wounds. Together, they co-created the relationship they wanted and really did not engage sexually before they were ready. Now, this process happened at a slow snail's pace, which is different than pretending the affair never happened or having Lucas blame Aaron for not spending enough time with him. Now, they really put in the effort to rebuild and heal and repair their relationship. Many couples don't work through it. They leave this as an unprocessed emotional wound that festers over time, leading to more emotional distance and relationship dissatisfaction. Just like if you have a cut that you don't treat, you don't clean up, most of the time it doesn't heal nicely. It festers and it gets infection deep within. Relationship wounds are no different. So how couples work through it and the processes they need to go through is going to be different for every couple and it's going to be different depending on what the affair meant to them and that unique relationship. And often, affair recovery, as in the case of Aaron and Lucas, needs the help of qualified marriage therapists to help them work through this pain and restore the relationship. And if you need help, that's okay. Ask for help. Affairs are painful. They're 
you know, this betrayal that wounds you to your core and like Aaron can make you fall over, curl into a fetal position with tears streaming down your face, shaking and hyperventilating. This is a normal reaction to learning about an affair. You can be plagued with traumatic memories, thoughts, dreams of it happening. It's okay. It's a normal reaction. Of course, it doesn't feel okay, but it can be healed from. So these are some of the things that happens in relationships that heal, that get through. And to skip some of these steps, to just pretend it didn't happen, to blame it on the other person, to continue on having it, to not engage in trustworthy actions is probably going to lead to relationship demise. So what separates those who get through the affair with those who don't? is conversations, repairing, healing old wounds, healing current wounds, trustworthy actions, transparency, rebuilding trust, showing teamwork that you are with that person and continuing to put in place safeguards that protect that relationship against any outside hurdle that could get in the way. Thank you for tuning in to Relationship Psych, the podcast put on by Ember Relationship Psychology. If you're looking for more free relationship help or advice that comes straight from the couple's therapy room, check out the free resources and the blog at www.emberrelationshippsychology.com.